Welcome to the SESC Pocket PLC Podcast. My name is Leah Markham and I currently serve as a lead instructional coach with Southeast South Central Educational Cooperative. Uh, my co-hosts today are the amazing Missy Conlon and the fabulous Jennifer Seiler. Before we introduce our guest, we'd like to share a little background on how this podcast came to be. So as instructional coaches, we have the opportunity to support teachers across the region. And over the past couple of years, we've heard from principals and teachers that one of the biggest needs is in the area of fourth grade science. Our teachers are needing an opportunity to collaborate with others since so many of them are the only person in their school teaching that content area. So we've pulled together a small group of teachers to have a conversation as part of our first fourth grade science regional PLC. Jennifer, tell us a little bit about yourself and this episode we're about to hear. Thank you, Leah. I'm Jennifer Seiler and I'm also an instructional coach at the co-op. And this episode is the first in a four-part series of podcasts focusing on fourth grade science. In episode one, you'll meet our guests, hear how they came to teach elementary science, what's working in their classes, and their favorite lesson from the first semester. Episode two is where teachers share their current areas of focus in their classrooms and any challenges they're experiencing. Episode three brings discussion around science curriculum resources and assessment. And finally, episode four will focus on breaking down the fourth grade science standards on WAVE before the participants then end the session in a gratitude circle. Missy, would you like to intro our guests and get us started? Sure, thanks Jen. Um, I'm Missy Conlon. I'm also an instructional coach at Southeast South Central Educational Cooperative, and I'm part of the science consultant team at the co-op. Um, I am super excited today to um, introduce our guests and welcome them before we get started. Um, to start with, it is Blake Reams, and then Amanda Baker, Rachel Gadoon, Tara Smith, Savannah Roark, and Kim Jones. Each of them will share a little about themselves before we dig into science. All right, well, we're really excited to start our very first Pocket PLC podcast recording. Uh, we have with us today an awesome group of teachers from across the Southeast South Central Educational Cooperative region. Um, so we're going to take an opportunity to let them introduce themselves, tell a little bit about how they came to teach science in fourth grade. Uh, so we'll start. Blake. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Blake Reams. Uh, I teach at uh, East Bernstead Elementary. Uh, in the East Bernstein, Kentucky. Um, how I became or how I came to be a fourth grade science teacher, kind of not what I planned to do starting out. Uh, I went to uh, University of the Cumberlands and was getting a degree in biology. I wanted to do something um, in the medical field starting out, but I guess realized uh, as I was going through that really wasn't for me. and. I was encouraged by some friends and, and some people that I knew family to uh, maybe consider teaching because I have a lot of family members that teach. And so that was always, it was never something I had considered, 
but I guess when I, the idea came to my head or when someone introduced me to the idea, I was like, well, maybe not a bad idea. And so, uh, after I graduated with my degree in biology, I immediately went back to get my master's, uh, in teaching and, uh, started subbing, um, in Laurel County a lot and, uh, originally was going to do high school education and I did some long-term subs uh, at elementary level and realized that I did kind of feel like that was for me uh, and I already I love science that's why I went to uh, get my degree in biology that's what I loved and so yeah I kind of just ended up here after all that. Yeah. And we're so glad you did. Yeah. And it, you've got a groups of students who will be forever thankful that you did. Yeah. Amanda. Hey guys. Um, I'm Amanda Baker. I teach at Winsburg City School in Winsburg, Kentucky. And similar to Blake, I never had wanted to be a teacher. I had swore it off. And I was in the biology program at University of the Cumberlands. And I had taken a job working with my aunt, who's a counselor in an elementary school. And after working with some of those kids and seeing, I guess, how how few of them actually have an adult in their life that really is positive and supportive of them. I knew that I wanted to be an elementary teacher. And then I didn't really care what I taught. I just knew I wanted to be an elementary level. So after graduating, I got a job at Winsburg teaching science. And that's really my wheelhouse. I feel like it's exactly where I need to be. Awesome. All right, great. Rachel. Hi, um, I'm Rachel Gadoon. I am in Knox County, Kentucky, and I teach at GR Hampton. Um, I'm a little bit different. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. Me and my sister would play, you know, school at the house before we even went to school. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, first priority was hired as a reading teacher and then just part of teaching a homeroom and having a homeroom is teaching them science and social studies at our school. Yep. Excellent. Here. All right. So my name is Tara Smith and I was kind of like Rachel. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher from a little girl. I would play school and stuff like that too. And um, when I first started, I teach at GR Hampton in Knox County with her. And I, I was originally hired as a third grade teacher and I taught writing, which was my minor in college. And I thought, man, I love this. And then I got into teaching writing and I was like, yeah, this is not so much fun. Um, so the next year I was hired as a fourth grade math teacher. And I, and I that's, that is my, my place. I really love um, fourth grade math. And kind of with that, um, I had a principal that said, well, man, you do really good at math. How about you teach science too? Because those really go together. And I was like, Okay, um, so that's kind of how I came to be with that. I didn't really expect to teach science, but um, I've definitely just had to learn with the kids. And after I've been doing it a couple of years, I, I do enjoy it now. Yeah. Great. Savannah? I'm Savannah Roark. Um, I'm originally from Laurel County. I teach at Johnson Elementary. And I started my first year, uh, I guess it was after the year that they had went home from COVID. Um, I was fifth grade reading and social studies, fell in love with social studies. The next year we departmentalized um, and I was social studies for fifth. And then I did Kentucky studies and grammar uh, for fourth grade. Uh, since my first and second year, our science teachers that were there left for one reason or another. So this year I picked up fourth grade science and I'm learning a lot. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Kim. Hi, I'm Kim Jones. I teach fourth grade science at Bush Elementary here in Laurel County. Um, I've been teaching science uh, for 13 years. Um, 
we we compartmentalize. So I've been the the sole pri- uh, science teacher there in fourth grade. Um, basically, I became a science teacher because the principal wanted to compartmentalize, and someone else took reading, and someone else took math. So science was the only thing left for me, and it wasn't my thing. Um, I actually have an emphasis in arts and humanities, um, but I made science my thing because she wanted me to. And I, I really enjoy it. I truly like it. it it's um, it's fun to see kids learn and just explore their world. Yeah. Well, welcome, welcome. We are thrilled to have this group put together. Um, so we'll jump into letting everybody share um, what's working. So if you had to highlight a couple things of what you feel successful with right now in your science classroom. Uh, so that's one question. And then while you're uh, doing that question, why don't you go ahead and share with us what was the best lesson that you taught last semester? Uh, one that sticks out to you, either from the perspective of as a teacher or maybe the one that you would think your students would highlight as the best lesson. Uh, we'll start again with Blake. Okay. Um, well, here recently, I guess um, a little bit before Christmas break, I've started um, doing more uh, to let them really be in groups a lot. Um, And I try to keep them in groups of two, just so that we can make sure they're having a conversation between each other. I kind of feel like when you add more than two, you you end up with someone who is not going to be as involved in the conversation. So I've started doing groups of two more often. And I feel like that's really helped. Um, I, I do uh, sometimes I'll do groups where I might have, uh, you know, one of my gifted and talented students working with somebody in particular, or sometimes it's random groups and uh, just giving them questions that they can answer and really think about. And, um, you know, I've worked with uh, Missy, who's part of SCSC for uh I guess this is my is this my third year and uh we've all through all the years that we've been working together we've kind of been working on um me trying not to do all the talking in the classroom and really putting an emphasis on the kids figuring things out on their own uh because um one big thing is that critical thinking skill and being able to come with come up with information um, on their own. Uh, And if I'm doing all the talking and just telling them this is how it is, this is how it is, they don't get a chance to do that. So I really try to focus on letting them do the talking. Um, The best lesson that I've taught or that I taught last semester. Um, That's a tough one. I really like all of my unit uh, on the uh, life science and especially uh, at the beginning of the year, we do that because I have a outdoor garden uh, right outside of my classroom and we can really see and do a lot of hands-on and observation with that. Like it's right there and, and I really love for them to get to do that. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Amanda? Um, kind of building off what Blake said again. I um, am really happy with the hands-on modeling that's happened in my classroom recently. I was having trouble reaching some of my lower learners, and 
they have been doing so great with these concrete examples, especially when I introduced waves and information, we had a lot of hands-on lessons and my favorite lesson was one of those. We were able to blow up balloons and the kids were able to make sounds go and feel the vibrations and do that into the balloon and feel the balloon actually vibrating. And then that was a really concrete example of particles in the air vibrating. So sound has something to travel from. And building off that, we made paper cup phones and they were able to feel the string vibrate and hear how the sound, as long as it has something to travel on. And it's not as hands-on, but they were even able to watch a video of a vacuum chamber with a bell. So once the bell was, they could see the bell was still ringing, but once the air was out of the chamber, they weren't able to hear anything. And that kind of really reinforced that idea for them. Yeah, great. Rachel. Um, I think, honestly, what works the best in science is when the kids get to do um, experiments or, you know, research kind of on their own. Um, You know, we do teach them material through a textbook and they have to read and learn information before they can experiment. But anything where they're doing um, an exploration hands on, that's when you really see them applying the information they've learned in class. I'd have to say probably what I think so far is the kids' favorite would be um, the celery experiment we do kind of at the very beginning of the year. Um, You're learning about the vascular system in um, plants. And so you cut a celery stalk in half and then you put, you know, blue food coloring and water in one and red food coloring and water in the other. And you put the celery stalk and they get so excited when they come in the next day and they can see the, you know, lines of food coloring. They absolutely love it. So that's my favorite lesson so far. All right. Sarah? All right. Um, in my classroom this year, I've started doing something new. And Rachel, she's not going to give herself credit for this, but she was the one who kind of came up with it. Um, we do flashbacks. And I had never really, I mean, we've always started with simple solutions. But I really think the flashback and having those kids write down the answers in their science journal each day, and we just spend five or 10 minutes on it. But just them practicing that part and having to go back in the text and find their answers has really been critical to them owning their own learning this year. I feel like that's helped them go a little bit deeper. Um, The best lesson that, well, the ones that my kids really, really liked is we just finished circuits like with electric, with energy. And they really like building the electric circuits where they can make the light bulb light up and then they can connect the switch and more light bulbs. And they would challenge themselves, you know, well, I can connect two light bulbs and an alarm and I can make my motor work at the same time. And they really got into that. Yeah. Savannah? Um, from a teacher standpoint, I really like using the pre-assessments provided with the HMH curriculum because, you know, you'll do that at the beginning of the unit. And you can kind of see what they already know and what they don't know. And um, same thing with like my simple solutions quizzes that we complete weekly. Right after everyone finishes the quiz, I'll go over it on the board. That way I can kind of reteach the questions that were missed the most. Um, And then for the best lesson that I've taught, we did an experiment, um, of course, using the curriculum from HMH, where they were comparing amounts of stored energy by pulling a toy car with a uh, rubber band and releasing it at different points. And they were able to note the similarities and differences right away. Uh, And they came up with a conclusion on their own, basically without any guidance that different amounts of stored energy and rubber band depends on how far it was stretched. So they were really engaged in it. 
Kim? Uh, we've been really working on dialoguing with each other and talking about the content. And I've been talking to my students about arguing from evidence and how, you know, somebody will make a claim and then they add on to something else. And, you know, it's basically a whole class discussion. And that's something we talk about a lot is just being able to argue from evidence, you know, back it up, make your claim. And then, but what is your evidence to back it up? And that's something I've been working on. Um, it's, it's going well. Um, not to steal your thunder with the circuits, but that was one thing too that um, my kids enjoyed last year or last semester. We talked about circuits and learned about them and the parts and, you know, conductors and insulators and things, but I just give them a Ziploc bag with materials all, you know, just loose. And I don't tell, give them any instructions or anything. And um, their instruction basically is make the light bulb work. So, you know, just walking around and listening to them talk through that process. It really is. They love it. So. Thank you for joining our Pocket PLC. We hope this supports your practice and please share this with other fourth grade science teachers in your professional circle. Also, join us for episode two where we discuss teachers' current areas of focus and any challenges they're experiencing. In addition, be on the lookout for a social studies themed Pocket PLC podcast coming your way at the end of February.